0: Welcome on this Monday morning as we continue in the Word of God in Genesis chapter 38. you know, I've been away in Alaska the last week and, and was able to pre-record those those chapters of Genesis so that you were able to, to stay in that word, and, and it was a blessing for me to be able to do that, and then also um, wasn't always sure of my connection up in Alaska, so uh, this way we kept in that word. Uh, to show how important it is, even in the midst of a busy schedule, uh, we, we need to keep in that word. God continues to speak to us through that word. So on Saturday, we left off with the story that all of us learned about in Sunday school, about Joseph and his dreams and his Than, you know, getting upset with him, the whole family dynamics, a dysfunction going on, even in the in the families who are in the line of the Messiah or or we should say. Uh, that puts us all on the on same ground um, as everyone. We, we tend to look at other ones' sins and say, theirs are worse than mine. But you know what? We, we all are sinners. That puts us on the same, uh, the same plank. But hey, here's the good news. God sent his Savior into the world for everyone, every single sinner. Uh, I'm no better than anybody else. And uh, nor does God uh, shy away from or wait until he gets a perfect family, till he sends a Messiah into the world. He's willing to send that Messiah knowing full well, eyes wide open, what we're like and our sins and our lives. And, and yet he still sends us here. And, and it doesn't get any better here in, in chapter 38. Because now we've got Judah. Now look, it even admits at the beginning of the chapter that it 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 happened at that time that Judah went. Now, so look at all that's happened now with the brothers selling their their uh, brother Joseph into slavery, wanting to kill him. Um, All of this, telling their father a lie. uh, In in even in the midst of that, and you would think that Judah would have learned something from that whole account of Hey, you know, I better I better uh, you know straighten up and fly right in my life too. But but we're no better. We learn from past sins, Uh, we're sorry for them, but then we turn around and do the same thing. Um, And it doesn't change. And yet, what it shows even more is the grace and the mercy and the love of God, the patience of God, that God would continue to dwell with us. He would not give up on us, but that's truly the grace of God. I remember when I was uh, going through confirmation, my pastor told me right away, grace means undeserved love. Um, And and, but that's but that's a good news because, you know, God loved me knowing every single thing about me. I'm always worried about God's going to stop loving me because of what I've done. But uh, one pastor said to me, he said, if there was nothing that you did that caused God to love you, then why do you think that there could be anything that you would do that would cause him to stop loving you? which, again, puts us humbly on our knees in a place of repentance, which is where we need to be uh, before God, I mean, instead of this other place where sometimes we get in our lives where we think, well, God, why did you allow this to happen in my life? And and surely I should get some credit for the good things that I've done and things like that. But but that would be bad news for us because then it would say, well, I constantly need to do something good to continue for God to continue to love me. And thankfully, God doesn't love in the way that I love and that you love because our love is finite and there are people that we stop loving in our lives and sometimes we push them aside because of something that they've done and unfortunately God's not anything like us he is truly gracious and merciful to us so here you've got Judah and may I remind you again Judah is the line from Jacob the son of Jacob that the Messiah is going to come from and guess who gets mentioned in the uh, in the genealogy of Jesus in Matthew chapter one Uh, well it's Perez it's this uh, or no I'm, I'm sorry it's Tamar, Tamar is mentioned in in that line. So Jesus comes in the line of sinners to be the Savior of sinners. He comes for sinners. Um, he doesn't. God doesn't beam him down, you know, to keep him keep him pure and all of that. No, he, he comes in the midst and in the line of sinners too. Uh, and we certainly thank God for that. So just when you thought the uh, you know the soap operas were were so outlandish and and so far reaching, you found an account that even even Trump soap operas or anything we could possibly make up. Truth, true story about Judah and his uh, and Judah's uh, daughter-in-law, uh, who he gives uh, in marriage to uh, to three of his sons. And, and you see in, when you read the chapter what all happens there um, that kind of reminds us again of this account remember when the Sadducees come to Jesus in one of the gospel readings tells us this and and they say well, what about a brother you know who's married to a woman and then he dies and his next brother marries him and there's like seven or eight of them you know whose husband are going to be in heaven uh, because they knew this tradition that that if my older brother died I was responsible to, to marry his widow in order to keep my brother's name and the line of our family alive. So there's verification of that that we learn about in the Old Testament and Jesus tells us about that uh, in the New but it, but it tells us about how precious family is to God and, and the continuation of that family. God established family from the beginning to Adam and Eve you know a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, be fruitful and multiply but what it also reminds us about in this chapter is the power and the impact and the hurt of sexual sins uh, David's going to learn this down the line uh, certainly Jacob is no Uh, uh, is certainly no no pure person too he's got two wives and he's got two concubines from those wives that now the line of the messiah is coming through Uh, the bible is not some made-up fairy tale story this is real life Uh, we see it happening every day in our time too and yet again it focuses in on the grace and mercy of god he would continue to work with that uh, would work with the likes of us so you see the details about that in the um, in the story even prostitution in that time too Uh, uh, Judah know, should have known better, first of all, at the beginning of the chapter, not to marry a Canaanite woman. Um, she's going to lead him astray into false gods. And, and, but yet Judah is, is, not, uh, is not faithful there. And then um, uh, seeing you know, Judah now, now searching out and seeking out a prostitute shouldn't have done that wrong. Again, another example in scripture where it tells us about something, but doesn't say this is the right thing to do. In fact, it shows us that when we don't follow God's right ways as laid out in the commandments, this is what's going to happen. And, and look at the, uh, uh, again, look at the account that happens there. Um, and then it takes us right through to the, uh, the end of that story, too. So you got to follow it close, uh, stay in that word. Yes, this is scripture. Uh, This is the Bible. This is the history it records for us, but most importantly, the history of the grace and mercy of God. So God bless you as you continue uh, to be in his word.